the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. The best way to reach us and find out what we do is to go to our website at blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Now, before I bring on my guest today, I'd like to share a virtual event that can begin to transform Silicon Valley. Now, I know that's a huge statement, transform Silicon Valley, but let's dive into it. The event is called the Silicon Valley Heritage Expo. It premieres Friday, November 20th, and you can find out more information about it at svheritageexpo.com. That's SV for Silicon Valley, heritageexpo.com. Google it, like the commercial says. Google Silicon Valley Heritage Expo. It's our way of providing you a way to shop online and support our local small businesses while honoring and celebrating our diversity by buying our different cultural foods, arts and crafts, or even merchandise. But there's more. If you're tired of watching rerun shows or movies, come and enjoy the entertainment we have for you. Whether it's comedians, performers, celebrity guest interviews, or young new talent that's headed, what, to be stars. Last, it's information packed as we have pavilions with support and assistance for small businesses and support and assistance for individuals. Or if you just want to have some fun, like uh, go see our um, uh, fashion show. We even got something like a history pavilion, a technology pavilion, education, even jobs. So there's so many reasons you ought to attend this virtual Silicon Valley Heritage Expo from the comfort of your home or office. Remember, it premieres Friday, November 20th. Write that down. And to find out more info on it, go to svheritageexpo.com. Now, my guest today is Farida. Very, very special person to me. Farida's company is called Type My Docs. It's a virtual assistance agency. And Farida herself, she's an online business manager. Farida, I want to welcome you to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, Carl. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be on with you today. 
Well, you know, I, I like to uh, learn as much as I can about what you do, but it's not so much about me learning what you do. It's about everybody else because I know what you do. <laughs> tell me, tell me a little bit about if you were to tell our listeners, what is this online uh, business manager that you are or this virtual agency? What is that? So our overall arching goal is to help businesses relieve stress, delegate, and grow. Um, many of my clients, they come to me for administrative support, operation support, marketing, um, and those are our core services. And so I started this because, well, a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a bit tired of being laid off from previous jobs and Mm -hmm. with no real explanations. And I met a real estate broker who was willing to be my mentor. And one of his agents, she said, you know, you should just be a virtual assistant. Do for small businesses what you're doing for your employers. And I was like, oh. And at that time, I had maybe like five or six years working with presidents, working with VPs, large teams, things like that. And so right now with a team of four, um, I serve as the project manager, mm-hmm. uh, the right hand to mission-based companies, um, presidents, real estate agents, um, small to mid-sized companies. And so um, a client in particular may say, I'm working anywhere from 12 plus hours in a day. Mm -hmm. I cannot be bogged down with the day-to-day processes. I need you to check my email. I need you to manage the projects coming down the pipeline, things like that. So I step in as the right hand for the business owner, and then I delegate those things down and help them with strategy and things like that. Man, that's huge. You know, uh, uh, with COVID being the way it is, I would imagine you're pretty popular right now, huh? Yeah, it's interesting (laughs) because I was already online before COVID happened. And Mm -hmm. it was a little intimidating because I didn't want to come across like, hey, you know, work with me. But um, it, I guess you could say it worked out in my favor because now there's people, I have clients who are like, I needed to do this a long time ago and I don't know where to start, you know? So yeah, COVID has, has had a positive impact on my business. You know, that's one thing Farida that uh, as a chamber president, when I talk to other business owners, I mean, it just happens in life like that to where things happen and and those who can't uh, pivot, you know what I mean? They, they, they may have, you know, hit the dire spots of, you know, not being able to handle it and not survive. But those who can pivot or those who can, you know, even take advantage of it, you know, they become, uh, you know, those who survive. And uh, are you finding, you know, businesses, as you were just saying, you were there before COVID, are you finding businesses really embracing what you do? Are they really like saying, yeah, I want to I want to be a new style of business. I want to pivot. Um. I have to be honest there, most of my clients before COVID, they were already online businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't had any specific interactions with 
places who did not have an online presence. Mm -hmm. But for anyone who has that brick and mortar company, they don't have an online presence. It's not difficult to get that started. Um, the clients that I support, we build a strategy specific around their mission and their values. And from there, that's how we're able to help them with, with content. So it's really just a matter of having a conversation, find out what their mission and value is. And that starts the pivot right there. Um, in terms of brand awareness, but most of my clients had already been online professionals. Now, would you have said that uh, most of your clients, were they like very small or medium-sized clients? You know, because I would imagine the really, really, really small clients would want you, but may not be able to afford you or something, or you know, who are your typical or your, or your best clients? Um, I would say... Um, Companies that are looking to build a team, um, they've, they've been around maybe four plus years. So let me, let me pause and say I have several different ways that I work with the smaller to midsize companies, but to speak to the, mm -hmm. the midsize folks, you know, maybe they've been in business four plus years, let's say four to seven years. Um, they might have a person that's in their office or they've been doing a lot of things on their own and now they're ready to invest in having a team um, or they need that project manager. Now for the smaller, uh, the smaller guys, um, one client in particular, she's a professor and she teaches at like two different schools. She's missing a lot of emails. So she's like, okay, I have it written down. It's still overwhelming. You know, she's doing everything right, but she just doesn't have the time in her day to look at those things or to respond. So I think it just really depends on what the pain points are for those people. So if you're missing emails, if your response time is slow on certain things and you want um, your assistance to be uh, more efficient, I think that there's something for everyone so, yeah. No, I, I, I like that. And you mentioned some key words when I, you know, when you said pain points, I was like, oh, yes, uh, I can feel that. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> when you talked about email management, so how, how does that look like? Uh, email management, how, how would you, how would you help somebody or manage their email? Yeah, sure. So right away, that sounds really scary for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and, what, how my clients benefit, I have a strategy where we talk about, you know, what's happening email-wise. Are you missing emails? Are they just not organized? I have one client, she had 70,000 emails in her inbox. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Sounds, so, sounds, like, sounds like mine. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> she had over 70,000 emails and we were able to get that down to like 12,000 in a week. But to, to speak specifically to the question, how are you helping people manage that? The first thing is we assess the volume. We take a look at um, the types of questions that they're getting and we, we determine, it looks like, you know, this person needed to respond to this money question or someone wants to schedule a meeting. And then we come up with a specific folder plan. Uh, we set up some automations for if 
Jane Doe is emailing Farida, can we meet on Tuesday? Then I would have a specific folder for meetings. Um, mm. and, and just to kind of give away a little bit of my industry secrets, I'll, I'll share a secret. <laughs> well, we don't want you so, to give up too much of that because you, you know, how long have you been in business now? Tell me how since long. Since 2014. So 14. So it isn't like you got like 30 years. So we want you to stay around for a while. So don't give them too much, but just a little. Okay. Go ahead. So uh, three things that you could do is, you know, who's your VIP person? Um, who is your, um, who's your VIP person? Who should you read? Who should you be replying to? And who are you waiting on? Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are three examples of the type of folders I would create for, mm-hmm. for a client. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you know what I want to do before this uh, first half is over? I always want to find, uh, you know, give people a way to reach you because some people may not be able to hear the entire show, but I want them to know how to reach you. So could you share, uh, Farida, how people could reach you if they want to, you know, engage or find out more about your services? Definitely. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And that's all type my docs. And you will find me there. So type my docs, T-Y-P-E-M-Y-D-O-C-S. Oh, you got to put the S on it. Type my docs. It's plural. Yeah. Well, well, Farida, I think this is a perfect spot to stop for this half. And we want to pick it up on the other side. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Area residents, you're invited to the Silicon Valley Heritage Expo, Friday, November 20th. Enjoy virtual online shopping at the Bay Area's largest digital marketplace from the comfort of your home or office for free. It's family-friendly, technology-driven, and designed to support local small businesses during this pandemic. So tell your friends, it's the Silicon Valley Heritage Expo, where business and the best of our cultures are on display. Google Silicon Valley Heritage Expo. Bay Area residents, we need your help. The coronavirus has affected everyone, and that includes Silicon Valley. Nonprofits that help small businesses like our Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce are in dire need of support. Your support helps us support and assist small businesses with workshop webinars and even one-on-one technical training for free. Please give, whether it's your time, your volunteer expertise, or donations. Go to blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com and see how we help Bay Area communities. And now back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. My guest today is Farida. And her company is called Type My Docs. And she's has a virtual, you know, assistance agency. And she's a, a an online business manager herself. Farida, when I heard those kind of different terms, can you tell me, like, what's the difference between a virtual assistant and an online business manager? Sure. So when I actually first started my business, my title was virtual assistant. And the, the virtual assistant is the person that you come to that individual with everything planned out. You know exactly what you want. You know what projects you have that you want to work on. And you're telling that person what to do. Your virtual assistant executes for you. Um, They maintain systems for you, but they do not give support in terms of strategy and how to. Um, And I think a lot of people, they 
they may now don't get me wrong there are some people who have the title virtual assistant who may offer strategy support however that's where the difference comes in um, with the term online business manager your online business manager is giving you support beyond execution mm -hmm. so there's the strategy piece there's the project management piece um, and then that person is kind of serving as your vice president, if you will. Um, they're helping you manage all of your online projects and they delegate down to the team members that they work with so that many moving parts are operating at the same time. And that is the main difference. Your virtual assistant it's just executing. They can't move forward until you tell them what to do. Whereas with your online business manager, that is your thought partner. That's your collaborative partner. That's the person that's giving you honest feedback. Um, and so, so that's the distinct difference. And another piece that I want to mention is sometimes um, people get frustrated because they're like, I hired this person. They didn't even tell me what to do. And there's, there's that misconception that your VA is there to support you beyond execution when really that's not um, what a virtual assistant does. So I just wanted to clarify that because there is a difference. Um, and again, it doesn't mean that people with the title virtual assistant um, do not offer strategy support, but you'll find that those VAs, um, they charge a more premium price. Um, and that's another point that I need to mention. Your VA will be will, will range in price compared to your online business manager because your online business manager has a heavy hand in your day-to-day -day operations. So I hope that kind of offers some some clarity there. No, that was very that was very good because at the end of the day, you know, you have to manage expectations, right? And when you come in there and you're helping someone, it's their own mission and their goals that you're trying to help them with. So if someone comes yeah. in and their expectation is for you to tell them, <laughs> that could be a little odd or awkward, you know. But I like the idea that it seems like if you stay with them for a while, you get engaged, so you're like a vice president to them. So you can offer some consultation and strategy once you guys have been working around together, right? Exactly. Yeah, well I, well, I know, you know, when we talk about businesses and we think about the business makeup of today, you know, now we're talking about virtual assistants and, you know, businesses having coaches. And, you know, we all said before, you have to traditionally, you have to have somebody help you with taxes, maybe a lawyer. I, I can't see a business today not having a, a virtual assistant or, I mean, because it's hard to have assistants. I mean, right now, if you think about it, the company has an assistant, the assistant's not really at the company because they're working from home. So they're like a what? A virtual assistant anyway. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Now, now earlier you said, you know, um, what you do, and I was thinking about small businesses. How do small businesses know when it's time to hire someone like you to help support them? Mm -hmm. how, how do they know that? Yes. So that. I think that's the biggest thing, um, uh, the biggest question that's 
that can be a challenge for people who, who haven't taken that step. And so the way you know that you are ready for support is you've, you've carefully thought about what are the day-to-day operations that you need done? What are your expectations for someone to help you? Do you need them to be available every day? Or are you okay with not talking to them on the phone? Are you uh, someone who needs an update every, every week? Um, have you thought about budget? Is there a certain amount of money that you're willing to pay? Um, and another key indicator to know when you're ready to hire support, and, and this might sound cliche, but when you are really overwhelmed, if you're, if you're working again more, if you have a, a regular job and a side business, you need support, you can start you know, looking for support. If you are working anywhere from 12 plus hours a day, if your uh, personal relationships are suffering because of work, you need to start thinking about a virtual assistant. Um, so those are some of, some of the things, but some, some other aspects that I want um, to mention, you also want to think about do you want to have someone local or do you want to have someone overseas? Because some people, they mm. say, well, I can get a virtual assistant in the Philippines for, you know, way cheaper than someone in the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is true. But how frequently are you interacting with that person? I, I think that an international uh, VA, you have to have all your ducks in a row to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the time or the bandwidth to do that, then that's something to also consider. Um, but yeah, anyone who who is their their personal life is being impacted with their mm-hmm. like I had I had a client who said if I don't get support, her her relationship was going to end. Mm. You know, she said if I don't get help, I, I don't know what's going to happen to my relationship wow. because my partner feels like. I'm not available. Wow. And that really hit me. I was like, whoa, you know, and she's a powerhouse woman running three businesses, you know, and she had been doing all these things on her own. But, you know, if you don't have systems in place, meaning project platforms, automations, if you're doing a lot of manual work, um, if you are someone who needs someone to bounce ideas off of, then that's how you know it's, it's time to get support and, I I would say start with small um, administrative things and um, conversational pieces. So that that is the, that's my feedback in terms of how to know when you when you're ready to hire someone. Well, I think that uh, people should contact you as soon as possible just to find out where they're at and you can evaluate them and find out if they need your help and support. So I'd like for you to give your information out again on how people could reach you, Farida. Sure. So you can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn, and that's all type my docs, or you can shoot me an email, fmt at typemydocs.com. 
Um, I also have a phone number. Um, you can call me directly, 925-331-0948. So that's how folks can get in touch with me. Okay, that's 925-331-0948. Yep. For those of you who are out there and you're trying to figure out, you know, what type of systems you have, you need some ideas, and you'd rather have someone here that's local because of the time difference. If you try to get somebody international, that that could be a little bit of a challenge. You know, Ms. Farida Tone of Type My Doc, she's available for you. She's a virtual assistance agency, and she is the one that will help you. And I know because she's helping me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Farida, for being our guest today. Any parting remarks you want to say before you get before we go? Just thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your show. And I'm just looking forward to hearing from you folks out there. If you just, you know, have questions, feel free to reach out to me. Well, thank you, Farida. We love having you on. As a matter of fact, we're going to bring you on again. But for okay. now, we're going to let you go. And uh, as I tell the, the listeners all the time, it's important to what? Stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.